Shalom, and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. Just a month ago in the cities of Mariupol and Kharkiv, and Kiev. People took their dogs on walks, they picked up their dry cleaning, and they wondered what they should make for dinner. They lived normal lives, and they had the blessing of shalom, that blessing of peace. Here today in Memphis, we are an ocean away, but we may as well be in another world. Thankfully, mercifully, here in this city, we still have shalom. We still have peace. And under the shelter of that peace, just two nights ago, we celebrated that most joyous of Jewish holidays, Purim. In the Danziger Chapel, we recounted the story of Megillat Esther, in which an evil ruler with a five-letter name that ends in the letter N He sought to annihilate our people. We read about how our people fasted and prayed, hoping to stave off their demise that had been decided by a powerful man in a faraway capital. Though Purim celebrates, it celebrates that ultimately the Jews were saved by Esther's bravery and perhaps some hidden help from God The holiday is not all fun and games. The day before all those festivities begin is a traditional fast day, Ta'anit Esther, the fast of Esther. We fast to recall the fasting of our ancestors in Shushan, to recall the precariousness of their survival, that history was so close to taking such a different and darker turn. And of course, this year, we can't help but think of the millions of Ukrainians short on food and water who hope, who pray, who fight as their fate hangs in the balance. On Purim, part of the celebration, of course, is that we dress up in costumes and wear masechot, wear masks. The Jewish mystics explain that this is meant to teach us, that these masks are meant to teach us and to remind us that we actually wear masks every day, that we so often hide behind the masks that we put on in our daily lives, never fully fully revealing who we are or how we feel to other people. Under the shelter of our peace, In Memphis, 
as we danced and sang and ate sweet desserts, I couldn't help but think of the masks that we were all wearing. The masks that paper over our fear, our dread, our heartache. The masks that we've been wearing every day for the last few weeks as we continue our day-to-day lives, picking up our dry cleaning, taking our dogs for walks, wondering what we'll make for dinner. Though thankfully we still have shalom, we most certainly do not have shlemut, completeness, wholeness. This week in our Torah portion, Sav, we get the instructions for how to offer what's called a zevach shlamim, a sacrifice of shlamim, which shares a root with shalom and shlemut and means peace or wholeness or completion. The 18th and 19th century rabbi, Rabbi David Svi Hoffman, he taught about two different circumstances in which one would bring a zevach shlamim. One in which, quote, at present this person suffers from despair and longs for God to help him restore his equilibrium. This person suffers from despair and longs for God to help him restore his equilibrium. This is, of course, the spiritual state that all who are alive in this moment, and especially those in Ukraine, can relate to. A sacrifice offering, prayer for peace, for a return to shlemut, wholeness. That is what the Zevach Shlamim is all about. But in the second kind of Zevach Shlamim that Rabbi David Svi Hoffman discusses, it's one in which the worshiper has already been returned to that state of peace, of happiness, and contentment. This kind of Zevach Shlamim is called a Zevach Todah. Those of you who speak Hebrew know this is a Zevach of thanksgiving, an offering of gratitude. Now, there's one very specific way in which a zevach todah, a thanksgiving offering, differs from almost all the other offerings in the Torah. It had to be a large animal that was sacrificed, and it had to be consumed in its entirety in that one day that it was offered. The whole animal consumed in one day. Any meat left over until the next morning had to be completely burned up. So why create such a practical problem? Why have so much meat that has to be consumed in such a short period? For those of you vegetarians in the audience, in the the kahal, I'm right there with you. Um, But Rabbi Shai Held teaches that there's actually a deeper meaning here. He teaches that the abundance requires that we share our blessings and gratitude with other people and not just those in our immediate family or our closest friends, but with our broader community. He says the key insight of the, of the Zevach Todah, of having such a big offering with no leftovers, is that gratitude is meant to be shared. Says Rabbi Held, it is by coming together and providing for other people that we most fully express our gratitude. So as we go about our daily lives, about all the normal errands, 
all of the daily tasks that peace affords. May we make space for and may we accept the brokenness that lurks beneath our masechot, our masks. It is in times of fear and brokenness that we must come together just as much as in times of joy and gratitude. So may our coming together, our support for those in need, and our gratitude for the shalom that we still have, may those bring about shleimut, wholeness. And together and with God's help, may humans truly restore a lasting peace. Kenihiratzon, may it be God's will.